I did not believe in you, son. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 168, entitled Joe Mitlow, One Year Later. What's it like to be the guy that everyone believes has it all together, but inside you have every doubt in the world? What's it like to be left alone at college and not know how you're going to make it through the weekend, let alone the entire school year? What's it like to be that guy one year later? We're talking about that at the table this evening. So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Watch us live at lunchtimeinrome.com slash live or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media. And it would be great if you gave us a five star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12, 15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. It's hey, a fellas. whole new day. Hi, it is. It's a hey, whole new fella. day, a whole new studio. This is if if anybody's watching instead of just listening. I feel where can li- you watch online? Where can you watch live? Oh, you can watch live on uh, lunchtimeinroom.com slash live or go. on YouTube. Yes. Dot com or your favorite YouTube. You can actually watch on lunchtimeinroom.com live. I still sound tinny, by the way. That's what it says in in the show notes. Slash. Well, it must be true. Lunchtimeinroom.com slash live. Yeah, it is. Is that true, Eric? That's true. It's true. That's true. It's true. Eric's not on the mic tonight, though. No. He's here, Joe though. Joe Mitlow. Hi. Oh, hi, Joe. Hi, Chris. Now, I feel a little exposed. Like, it's a little <laughs> brighter in here. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> a little... Crazy. It's Well, it's very cozy. I, I won't say that, but when I look up at the screen, I'm like, wow, my face is white. Like, it is like... Oh, I didn't know if by exposed you meant like I might see like a red dot on my forehead by a sniper or something. Oh like that. gosh! Oh, whereas I went, his secret sin got revealed. Oh, I thought he just meant he was chilly. <laughs> <laughs> his fly was open. Uh, wow! Let me check. No, we're downstairs. We're, we're not in the basement, though. Okay, oh, okay. we're in the gutter. That's right. We're, we're in the not basement, not the gutter. Yeah. Um. Oh, let me give you guys a little update. Guess what? What my what? son called today, Ben. Yeah, from Bandcamp at uh, Bradford campus of University of Pittsburgh. What, what did he have to say, Brian? Let's see. He has COVID. Oh, okay. He is quarantined at Bandcamp <laughs> in, in the quarantine space with other people who have gotten COVID. They've had a little bit of a slight a COVID outbreak. Yeah, <laughs> a little. It's the COVID wing of uh, Bradford dormitory, I guess. I don't know. But oh, he's a little frustrated about That's that, terrible. obviously. Oh, Ben. They won't let him out of there unless, like, we go get him. What a crappy way to start your college, right? your second year of college. Ah, uh, Benny. Dude. Sorry, Ben. Poor guy. He called me tonight. He's like, uh, can anybody guy. come get me? And I'm like, this is really bad timing because I start work tomorrow. Uh, and it's a three-hour drive to Bradford. Mm. So a six-hour round trip. I mean, it's, it's a whole day. You've got to mm. have a day. In order to go do that. Meanwhile, in my mind, I'm like, well, let me see. Are there any disc golf courses up there? 
No, no, no. I can't you go head up there tomorrow to get them. No. <laughs> I could bring my basket, but I don't know. and you just yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, that stinks. What are you gonna do? Yeah, so I don't know. We're gonna talk to to Mama about it, but she's got a lot. Well, on it's her not plate like you were right getting into a car with a kid with COVID. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, especially as you start school tomorrow. Right, it's all true. I mean, Ben does ride in the car like a dog with his head out the window. So how bad could that be? Here's, <laughs> here's the thing, though. He is asymptomatic. Oh, he, is he? Oh wait. Oh, he, no. He had to take. Uh, like they all, they all had to take a test as like entry back uh, into college. You know what I mean? Boy. He hasn't felt sick. He hasn't. He has no symptoms. Nothing. Um, so they ordered some like some more rapid tests to arrive, but they're only there for two more days. So whether they get, I don't, I don't know. So he's stuck in there until he obviously would test negative or. But if he keeps testing positive, he's not going to be allowed to ride on the bus home. <laughs> Ben gets stuck at Bradford. That uh, I'll go get him on Saturday. Good old Bradford Ben. So that's that's a little. Serious, well, at least he's not sick. At least right, he feels fine. He's just stuck in a room with a bunch of people. What was <laughs> what was so he was going to band camp? What was like? What was his day is going to be filled with band stuff? Yeah. So what's he doing? That's, that's how they do it. <laughs> so what's he doing? Are, are they still doing band stuff? In the hospital wing, the COVID wing? No, unfortunately. They can't even blow their instruments? I mean, may I don't know. That's a really good question. Could they practice? I, w- I wasn't trying. Like, I honestly... on their own? Maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they're not, like, with the group, like, learning the drill on the field. Certainly, and that yeah. Sort certainly of not yeah. formations. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so, that's, that's a struggle that's for him right now, and it sucks. And, and in a way, and I do feel for him, but as you have heard, sometimes all, all I can do is laugh anymore. We had a bed bug scare. <laughs> <laughs> at home <laughs> turns out just fleas no tur- I, it turns out thankfully because i and i did i i was online right away i bought a steamer i bought like these bed bug traps like all these things oh. turns out it's just a little poison ivy from disc golfing oh. like i thought i was getting so there was no bed bugs yeah no bed bugs i thought I've, i was getting bitten up but mm, as the days um, these past two days as they progressed i've looked at my legs and i've been like oh yeah that's poison ivy mm. so from what mineralville I guess, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. So that's fun. Oh, and one more thing, real quick. Uh, this was, I, I bet I got a lot done today on my last day off before work. Boo. Uh, one of which, I installed a cat door. A cat door? Yeah. How do you it. install a cat door? Well, you, you, you cut a hole in y- your human door. Uh-huh. And you, like, you know, there's this little... Pre that is an accomplishment. It. Yeah, it, it is. It, it went what fairly kind of well. Use? I actually had to buy a new saber saw. It's one of those tools that I have wanted but never owned. So saber saw, like a like a jigsaw but bigger. You know, like it so it can do some outdoor Short stuff. Of a sawzall. Too. Um, trying to think of the size. Reciprocating. Of it. it is a reciprocating saw. Yes, it is a reciprocating saber saw. Yes. It is those things. So I went right through the door and, um, you know, in a little square. And then you, you you pop the door on and you put some sealant around it so that the air and water doesn't come in from the outside. And boom. And it's not really to the outside. It's to our screen and porch so that oh. the kitties can go and hang out in their favorite spot. That's what I got, guys. That's my life. How are you feeling about school tomorrow and the rest of the year? Um... <laughs> 
that's a lot, man. The rest of the year. But tomorrow I can do. Um, tomorrow. I'm showing him pictures, and for the podcast, he's nodding. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you wanted me to. Yeah, it's more of a sawzall. Okay, yeah, it's it's the big it's the mm-hmm. the big thing. It's like a sawzall, and we've come full circle. So no, I'm looking forward to work. I am, although even with all my stories, though life has actually started to slow down a little bit in the past week. Um, so that's hence me being able to like sort of hang around the house and get things done today, and that felt really good. So now I'm like, oh, I wish I could kind of just stay home and do more of that instead of going to work. But I'm not dreading it. I'm not. I'm like I'm ready. This is how many years for teaching for you? Um, twenty third, uh, I think. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You started in nineteen ninety nine. You've been teaching longer than I've been alive. <laughs> it's true, Joe. <laughs> wow. It's true. So, uh, what do you got going on, Bry? I'm bumming about the weather, man. Bumming about this. Weather. Oh yeah, because it's been cooler. It's been cold and rainy, but what yeah. are you gonna do? Um, last week I went camping with Ethan. We, uh, he and I went up or went down to the Laurel Hills and set up a tent and just had, were there one night and made a fire and just hung out, had some good conversations. That kid's just got a fantastic brain. Just the the things he thinks and like we were talking about space and timelines and reality like it, it was it was it was a really fun uh we got up the next morning <clears throat> and then had some breakfast at a bed and breakfast and um came home so it was a real short trip but it was a lot of fun and it was really um good weather really meaningful it was nice yeah we it was it probably was, good camping weather not to be too hot yeah. it was like mm-hmm. rain had passed through right as we were getting there and setting up so we realized when we got up there that we didn't bring a hoodie uh, oh. or anything to be warm so we ended up driving to um up to somerset for uh to go to walmart got ourselves some hoodies and then i'm really glad we had we had them because when we slept that night i mean it, it probably got down to 50 mm. 49 something like what that. what were you sleeping in a tent but um, sleeping, bag. sleeping bags i had a sleeping bag and like a, a heavy comforter ethan had two comforters so but i brought like jammy pants yeah, you um, did. And with my hoodie, <laughs> I, dude, I, I slept. I slept really good. Um, Ethan slept pretty good too. But the hoodies were key. Those were those were good. So, anyways, we got there. We went and got the hoodies. And um, by the time we got back from doing that, everything cleared out. We uh, we did mountain pies. Um, and again, just talked for like you know an hour and a half, two hours around the fire. Um, so short trip, but really good trip. And one of those things you'll like, no matter what, you'll remember that. Oh, yeah. And he will. Yeah. And, I, you know, I felt bad because for the past couple of years, he'd been wanting to go camping. Like they, uh, he and Abby have been going to summer camp for a week, but he's been wanting to also go camping either as a family or with me. And the past couple of years, it's been like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And then it's December, you know. And so I wanted to make sure this year that we did that. And uh, so, you know, I was really glad that we, we were able to do that. Um, and then. Saturday, well, and then so we did that Thursday night into Friday. Maybe when the shooting was happening right on my street in Penn Hills. Um, oh no, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll t- so came home Friday, and then uh, it was, Friday was my anniversary, twenty first anniversary, and then so Saturday, Lex and I went out. We went down to Aspen Wall to a place called the Front Porch. 
the food was okay, but um, it was fresh. It was fresh. It wasn't bad. Like, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna go back there. For Do the you food. know that I saw Lex at all? Did she tell you? She said the same thing. Yeah, she's like, no, it was really fresh. I'm like, do you guys eat a lot of stale food restaurants? Or like, well, I mean, it's like, why is that the one thing you guys? You're like, it wasn't great, but it was fresh. It was fresh. It was it was good. Um, but we sh- we split uh, we split the salmon, and it was very fresh salmon. Um, but like the ingredients, they were they were green and and. Fresh. Uh, they weren't. You're like this does not smell rancid. No, odd. <laughs> um, so, but it was, but it was really good atmosphere, really good uh, service, and then we went and saw Top Gun Maverick. And oh, how was it? I definitely shed a couple of tears, dude. Oh. All, it had all the feels. I got to see. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. So, uh, really great, re- really great time with our meaning, very meaningful one. Um, just a bit, another big weekend. We've had like two in a row now, you know, with the disc golf and Eric's birthday two weeks ago, and then this, you know, this big weekend. This week going up to Bradford. Yeah, this weekend going up to Bradford. <laughs> Book, baby. That's right. <laughs> it up is then. locked and loaded. Trying to finally get COVID for myself. We'll see. <laughs> There's always hope, my man. There's always hope. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to give uh, my update in the microcosm of one day. So Rachel's back to work. And so now I wake up every day at 530 and say, oh, I'm so sorry you have to get up. But the good news is uh, she found out she has to get up now at 515. So that's good for her. But I got up today and I took my mother to the dollar store and uh, she is very frail. And for the first time ever, even if she has the cart at the dollar store, I took like two steps away and I was like, not on my watch. Yeah. So I just went back because like she just kind of turned and I thought, oh, she's going to hit her head right on that bottom <laughs> thing and it's going to be my fault. I mean, I'm okay with it, but other people won't be. So She like, would be okay with it too, She right? would be. What, she actually to, wants to. She tries to. Yeah. You right. have to stop her. Jay, yeah, you, you dive you, underneath yeah. her as Jay, she dies. Would you stick your foot out in front of me as yeah. I walk so I can trip? And of course, it was the long... Well, on my way to pick her up, a woman was driving 20 miles an hour down Jefferson Road and then a woman had was driving around grandma's mom's apartment complex maybe five hmm. so it starts off that way get her to the dollar store two to three hundred people in line i may be exaggerating but it was the longest line i've had at the dollar store and my mother in is, the shopping center yeah, yeah far less patient than i am uh-huh. i mean and she's sitting there oh honey you picked the wrong line we should go to the other line i'm like mom that lady right there as long as she's the one and i'm making friends oh is that your mother yeah it's my mother and we're having a great time except it's taking a long time and we're leaving there to go to Seneca Place to visit one of her friends. Seneca Place is the rehabilitation center at Seneca. And so these are people who have been injured and they're there and it's a nursing home. My mother doesn't like retirement homes. My mother doesn't like assisted living. For dadgum sure, she doesn't like rehabilitation nursing homes. You could not take her to a more scary haunted house. (laughs) Than walking her through Seneca Place. Now, what does that what does that do? I, your mom is not a spring chicken, so ninety. What does that do to her? Like, what is how? What's she's she feeling definitely in that afraid moment? of being placed in one of those places. Okay, <laughs> she doesn't want to be a burden. She doesn't want to experience that. She doesn't want to be around those people. Do you think it's in the back of her head that like it's in you're the gonna front like front of her head? He's gonna he's gonna leave me here. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day. I never yeah, thought it would Now you're come. thinking about it. I, it's not. A, it's how we would have to do it. Well, she's not very strong anymore, so we could. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> so we go see her friend, and of course, this lady is in the very end of the one hallway. So a, we've got to walk past people who are walking past us. We got to go past the, uh, what was it called? It's the shower room 
or the bathing room uh, or whatever. Blah. And like people are going by like on walkers and being, and it's just like, if you just made something that is the most scary thing for you, yeah. that's it on the way to see her friend. So we go in and there's her poor friend out cold asleep in her bed at uh. 11 15 in the morning. Not to be fair, she actually looked pretty good. She woke up. They had a nice little visit. And and it's crazy because here's my mom. And man, she's, you know, she's 90. And yet here she is the strong one for her friend. And mm. we're talking about memories and and everything else. And, and and you can just tell she's like, well, okay. I can't be here for five more seconds. So like we leave there. Like her skin's there. crawling. Oh, yeah. She's itching her skin. We went to go visit Jan's mom, Mary, who's just up in the assisted living mm. up in Seneca Village. And we walk in. Sure enough end of the hallway and you know there everybody is you know physically fine they're just older and so it's okay but she's still like nope don't want to be here either but mary was doing great mary's ready to see us so that was great for mom a good mm -hmm. relief get mom home go to the high school coach for four hours cut 14 girls from the volleyball team ah, we had 41 day. tryout Girls soccer blessing, has, right? I mean, you girls know. soccer has fifteen girls total, wow. no cuts. They have no JV. Wow! Every wow. sport doesn't have enough players except volleyball. I got forty-one. Wow! Wow! And that has been crazy on my heart because I want to keep as many as possible. But last year we kept as many as possible, and it was a train wreck mm. with some of the kids we kept. And I always do it. We, you know, I'm a Mr. Emotional Needs guy, and so we do it face to face. I don't just post picture or post a list. Hey, if I'm going to cut you, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you what you didn't do right or where you fell short. And I love it because it always makes my assistant coach. Normally, it's Todd. This year, it's Nick. Just they they just die. Like Todd's like, well, I'm not the assistant coach, so you will not see me on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and for some, your heart really breaks. And for others, you know, it's sort of one girl I did think was going to take a swing at me. Mm. I mean, she's a new girl. Didn't come to open gym all summer. Wasn't very good. And I like Nick actually Nick's a security guard and or some sort of security. I don't want to diminish his role. And he goes, I actually put my hand like he was ready to go because this girl was going to take a swing at me. And she's mm. five foot one, mm. 13 years old. But then I left there and went to uh, pre-marriage teaching with a young man and young woman who I am marrying, who both played volleyball for me. Wow. So I got to experience, you know, my poor mother's anxiety mm. and angst and reflection on life. I got to see young girls be elated that they made the team. Other girls just like one poor girl who I do care about so deeply just started sobbing right there on the part on the right there when I told her and, uh, and what are you going to do? And so then, but then to finish it with them and then to get, get to sit here with my boy, it's yeah. a full day. That is yes. a full day. It's a wide the full range. spectrum of emotions. Oh, and I have to go home and grind uh, sausage because Rachel's out of breakfast sausage. So mm. I seasoned it yesterday and cut it, but now I have to grind it. So she does eat breakfast before she leaves. Oh, she has to. Yeah. But she used to be famished by the time lunch came around at, you know, 1030. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's her, like a 615 breakfast or something. Oh, right? not even. Wow. 545. But now she does two eggs and two pieces of sausage. Good to go. Good. Never hungry. It's almost like protein satiates. Whatever. It's good stuff. Yeah. Does she do a protein shake too? Nope. No. No. No, before workout. Okay. I was going to say, because she does have protein powder. Yeah. That's yeah. before workouts. Gotcha. But I'm excited to be here with yes, my sir. boy. In general, Joe, how are you, man? I am good. In general, I am good. I got a new job working at Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's right. Ever kitchen. heard of it? Ever Long hours, huh? To start. My first week, I worked three 12-hour shifts. You're not 17 anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> 
No, I am not. No. <laughs> now, not to jump ahead, but just job-related question. Are you... I mean, you did just start, so you're planning on keeping this during the school yeah. year? Yeah, I'm going to do Friday, Saturday, Mondays. Okay, like Friday oh, evening. I have classes on Monday, like, but they end at 3, uh, so I can come back and work. Yeah, you're getting that parking permit. Is there a Chick-fil-A down in Oakland? I or Oakland? And forth. There's one in the stadium, oh. but it's... A weird, like you have to work at every it's restaurant. Like Aramark owns it. Ah, uh, okay. They're AccuSure, whoever owns. Oh, stop. Don't say that. By so the way, not, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. You're going to come back from or from Oakland to Monroeville to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to work at that one. Yes. Good. I know all of the Chick fil A secrets now. Ooh. How many there are there? There aren't many. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope they're good secrets or I'm going to be disappointed. You and Lex can. Spill the tea about it. Right. Ironically enough, you know the cow that they use that says eat more chicken? All of their chicken, actually cow. Did That'd be a that. heck of a secret. <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? <laughs> not true at all. Not a secret. I would know either. The chicken comes in bags. so No, it's fresh. Aren't you on plucking duty? <laughs> <laughs> I take the beak off of the chicken. <laughs> Grind right. it up and season the chicken with it. Right before they uh, kill them just to, yeah. so they can't scream? <laughs> Because the beak's where the scream comes from. <laughs> right, the vocal cords. <laughs> no, that's completely different. But you like it so far? I do. I really do like it. Apparently, I'm learning very fast, <laughs> is what they all tell me. So, <laughs> Well, tell them what you did your first day, which was early. You were supposed to have more training before you got into the kitchen. Well, my first day, I boxed nuggets for seven hours straight. And then I went home. Next day, I came back, and I was on uh, fryers, the pressure cookers, or whatever you want to call them. And everyone was at telling me, like, why are you on that right now? I was like, I don't know. They told me to do it, and they trained me to do it. And they're like, I've been done that for, like, a year. And, like, <laughs> apparently Lex said, what did she say? That it takes a long time to get to. She was like, they had him on yeah. Nuggets on day two? Yeah. I mean, She's they, like, it takes six months to get somebody on there. The training is really good at Chick-fil-A, and it's not, like, it's it's over, like, a two- or three-week period. And, you're, I mean, you're going through testing and stuff like that, at least, and and... Part of, uh, so this is so interesting because <laughs> when Lex worked there, she was the training coordinator and training director. Yeah. So I don't like I, they might she might have left and like f all. Like, Gosh, she's gone. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've taken tests, but it's not like I have to think about them. They're Joe, like, well, can you're, you count you're eight nuggets? Remember where the bar yeah. is set a lot of times, <laughs> right? And Joe, you're high above the bar. You, so you're in the kitchen. You're not at the at the register. Correct. Do the kitchen staff do they say? My pleasure to each other no. every time something. At least I don't. I Maybe would love as, it. Like, if, as ironic, that would as make my joke. week. If 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 you're like, <laughs> I need more nuggets. My, my pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. Sir. I think that's only towards the customer. <laughs> no, I've never actually said my pleasure to someone. So you're not really an employee. Maybe that was in the training. What's well, uh, in the, tra- I did the, the training? training for, no, for a customer. The training. I thought you only had like day one of training. I thought it was supposed to be like three modules. Joe shrugs. I do what they give me, and I forget about it. They're gonna hand him the keys to the place one time, and just be like, "I, I don't. Dude, how'd you get that? I don't know. I just showed up. Me and the keys. Kind, kind of said like open an, the door. I was kind of like an adult. I don't Say know. Congratulations. I worked hard. I don't know what it means. <laughs> have you gotten paid? Are you sure you work there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I have gotten paid. good. Yeah, like the Kramer when they have to fire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I even mean, work here. That's what makes it so hard. <laughs> now the, the owner, he's a, he's a good guy. That owner's a good guy, Brian. He'll, yeah. yeah. He'll, He'll he'll do like um, Christmas, you know, pick parties and stuff like that, and um, they're a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he won't do them now, but 
used to. Could have been a training thing. Could have been a training thing. Maybe <laughs> I started working at Chick-fil-A and I don't even remember. <laughs> you don't know. Chick-fil-A does uh, not train anymore. Yeah, there's no training anymore. That's my secret. Wow. So, so you're working at Chick-fil-A. Yes. Keeping it up three days a week. Yeah. Now, how much longer do you have before classes start? A week and a half. So I move into the apartment on next Friday, 26. And into then, the COVID wing. Okay. No, just kidding. Ben will be <laughs> fine by then. Um, He's fine now. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> he has natural right. immunity now. And then the next day I jump right into ROTC in that morning. So I have to be down there. Um, mm. And yeah, when the classes Friday. start? Monday. Oh, so ROTC and classes start the following Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Okay. How's that re-entry into ROTC I'm looking, looking forward for you? to Are it. you? Yeah, like the routine. Because I'm not a person that has to like worry about getting up at five in the morning like, okay i don't have a problem with it because i was just gonna ask have you been doing that are you gonna have to condition yourself a little no, bit no i can i've that school year has conditioned me already to like be able to run on four and a half hours of sleep or whatever it is first off um so no i don't think it'll be a problem i hope not yeah um but i'm looking forward to the routine of it like the mandatory workouts in the mornings just to get it over with and then you have a day Ahead Sel- of you. Selfish question. Sure. So, do you think you Chris could be in ROTC? <laughs> <laughs> do you think I could do it? Do you think I could come watch you guys work know. out? I already just, know just the saying. answer to that. The answer is no. <laughs> I'll be 500 feet away or whatever it is. I use <laughs> binoculars normally. Stop it. No, I'm my in the 30th floor of Kathy. <laughs> my actual question is so you get up at 4 30. Off of four and a half hours of sleep, you take a little nappy later in the oh, day? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's a science. You oh. get back from ROTC. <laughs> at what at time? Eight. Okay. Second sleep. Ah, uh, taken you after your father. Sleep. That's a 90-minute second sleep. You get that in. And then if you're feeling adventurous later in the day. I like that. You take a nap. I like a guy <laughs> who calls a nap adventurous. That's great. <laughs> I'm, so I'm second, right there with you. Because well, I never set alarms for my naps. Second sleep and nap are two distinctly oh, different absolutely. things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you turn the lights off for second sleep. You get under all your covers for second sleep. The nap, the lights could be fully on. So your 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 class schedules, you you do ROTC, and then your class schedule permits the second sleep. You have enough time between yeah. ROTC and... It my can. first class is at like 11. Oh, day. okay. Isn't not having to take freshman classes glorious... Don't yes. they still? I, they still do that, oh, right? They did. They like, were too. Freshman classes like, are all like shoved into the morning. They were weird. I they weren't in the morning, but they were just dumb classes, like uh, this yeah. intro to college and <laughs> like a. And you took, could, and you took us for the class. whole first semester. Yeah, we then, laughed. So, like, but that's a real November, name of a class. But you're in November taking intro, intro to, college. to college, right? Yeah. Well, and then next semester I'm taking like big ideas in computer science. Meanwhile, I'm already in computer science classes, so right. I know all of the information. But it's yeah. a prerequisite. How are you? How are you? Um, <laughs> just a baby. How did you like I'm just the, a baby? The um, the end of school last year. What when you when you were done? How did you like your what you took away as far as the computer science and you know learning what you want to do? Well, so it was a struggle. At, like my first semester, I took intermediate programming, which was like a step ahead of every other. Like, you could get placed into one of two programming classes. Mm-hmm. I took intermediate programming. I, th- I might have told this story last year. Um, I couldn't have because I wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> Correct. Right. Um, that the Wait, you haven't been on the podcast? No, last not year since I he's was, been in college. college. Oh, he was oh, in 113. I was like, I swear, we talked to no, you last year. Um, 
that he was giving out the criteria for the final project, and he was like, and you have two weeks to do it, and it's the hardest one yet, and I was done before he was speaking. Oh, all right. Um, I turned in, and I got 101 in the class. And then next semester, I take two, because I'm like, oh, if it's like this, I can just do that. And then it got harder. Mm. It got a lot harder. A um, lot more technical things, a lot more... Sure. Um, but then I finished, and it my ideas of what I wanted to do stayed the same. Like, I still want to go into artificial intelligence. I still want to do cyber for the military. But then there's, like, my brain has automatically, like, made pathways for, like, hey, if it doesn't work out, you can still do this in the military, or you can go into this wing of our computer science. So, I have backups of things, like, if I learn, like, oh, I really hate this. Right. With with the track that you're on, do you have a major and a minor? Like... I have a major... I will declare my major in the spring Mm -hmm. for computer science and then i will i'm working for a certificate in american sign language oh interesting Hmm. oh taken after your mama and and the father i I gotta do it you know sign language i figured out (laughs) okay he figured he gets it i get it he gets it i get it it drives rachel crazy when i say that but she doesn't listen to the podcast (laughs) hey let's go if i may let's go backwards to Dropping you off last year versus okay. going in this year. But, like, for people who are listening who have, uh, they're probably just dropped off their their kids if they're going for their freshman year, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, g- Give us a contrast between this time last year, getting dropped off last year, and driving yourself to school this year, mm-hmm. your living situation last year, what you're looking forward to this year. Just contrast between the two years emotionally. So, it is actually, like, two sides of... It's completely different, two sides of the spectrum. So last year, I get dropped off. I don't know when I'm going to work next. I don't know when I'm coming home. I don't have a car, and I'm living alone. Like, it's all... I thought living alone would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. Sounds nice on the surface, doesn't it? Like, it your does, own space and your own... Yeah. Like, 6 p.m. at night on a Wednesday, and you're like, well, I don't know what to do. And then you wow. get too much time yeah. inside your own head. Right. Um... I'm agreeing with what he said. So contrast that. So you get dropped off. Right, okay, sorry. Um, But now this year, I have my car because I'm getting a permit. I have um, roommates, two of my best friends from high school, Ben and Luke. Um, And I do know, like, what my work schedule is right above the school year. So, like, I can plan for that. I can get into it. So just having the, uh, the knowledge... Of where I'm going to be going, how I'm going to get there. Like, having a routine is mm-hmm. helping me have more comfort in this school year rather than last school year. So, it's the the fear of the unknown and then finding out that you didn't like what was known last right. spring. <laughs> you know, right. like, you didn't know what to expect. Then you didn't like what you experienced. Right. Where now you have confirmation of what's coming and greater expectations of, of the of the year yeah. you know whereas you had no expectations mm-hmm. and it was bad here you have great expectations and it might even be better than that right go about talk more about your living situation which year like where both? you are yeah, both so <laughs> last year in oakland there are three giant towers litchfield towers and i was in the single dorm room so like I was with every ROTC person. I was just going to say, because that's a perk. I mean, it really, like, you're in ROTC. You get the perk of your own dorm room. Right. right. That's what they advertise it as. And yeah. some people, like, I know some sure. people who did like it. But um, 
So I'm living in a room that might be... I can't... Maybe the size of this table. <laughs> it is one-third the size is of it, this room. Is it one of the pizza slice rooms? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Or yeah. uh, Trivial Pursuit pie piece. Oh, okay. Is the way to look I at understand it. that one. Yeah. But smaller than... Because, like, Ben was in a pie slice room. He was in Tower B mm-hmm. as opposed to your Tower C. But in a... in a You know, he had a roommate, so they were... There were two of them. Smaller than I this can room. do math. Oh, it's one third the size of this room. So Probably. a smaller pie slice. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really small. Um. So like this. But this year I'm living mm-hmm. in an apartment where my. Where's your apartment? Center Plaza Apartments. It's a 30 minute walk from campus. It's yeah. actually Shady Side. Yeah, it's a little. But, you're on, but you're on campus. Can you could sit on, on campus? campus yeah. So. Quote unquote. Yeah. But it's nice because you were in the jungle in Oakland. Right. Which and you did not like, care for. Uh, I did not. But oh, I'm, interesting. Now I'm back okay. here. So I have like a little separation from like looking across the street and seeing my computer science classroom. Now I can go home and be. You're at anticipating. Home. You can make some kind of a break, like yeah. mental break, yeah. and get out of it. Um, but now I live in an apartment with two of my best friends who I already know, who I'm already like accustomed to. And my room has a couch in it. To show how big it is, like <laughs> you and can my room is probably now the size of this room. Like, Joe hasn't room. seen his room yet, but I have. You could fit about mm, ten couches in your bedroom, <laughs> Joe. Like you're going to be very pleased with the Table size of your room. It's, it's a big apartment. <laughs> it's very big. It's a weird apartment. Well, it's a weird apartment. Yes, it, it has a very small living room, mm. but three very nicely sized bedrooms, of which Joe's is the biggest because they drew straws or whatever, right? I did it so. During the application process of it, I had to log on for Ben because okay. he was at like a basketball game or something. And it was like, oh, choose your rooms. And it had like names. And I went, all right, boop, boop, boop. And then I find out like they text me and they're like, oh, who did you pick to get the biggest room? And I was like, I didn't. There are different size rooms. <laughs> I didn't know that. Right. Sure, so Joe. Sure. Right. No, just kidding. It was random. But um, yeah, no. All the rooms are very. The bedrooms are very nicely sized. But Joe's is the that biggest. makes it's such a big difference. Full oh, kitchen. That, yeah, that's great. Full kitchen. Yeah. Two full baths. Is Third, there a fridge? There's a full size fridge. Yeah. Of them. yeah a, a dishwasher. <laughs> like you guys are set. I'm serious. Like, and if anybody's wondering why I know so much, it is because I dropped Ben off early for band out. camp you know? and just put cameras in. <laughs> I wanted to look at your walk for ROTC. I was planning it out for you so I could watch you work out for ROTC. <laughs> you guys make me sound well, so no, just, creepy. Just, <laughs> just joke. That's the comedy from earlier. Just because Ben's, Ben's living there. Right, exactly. Is, is why yeah. And he got so dropped much. off before he had to go up for band camp, where he was tested positive for COVID. <laughs> and we've full come full circle, circle again. <laughs> so not to take you to dark places, but what were what were the worst moments of last year and why? And what helped you get through it? Um, trying to think. Do you want like a specific thing? Go general time periods. Um, I would say about November to December was the worst. That's when like hit. Right. Okay. Like for college, being like, oh, this sucks. Um, and why? Why? It was. Um, I was like overwhelmed with classes even though i had some easy classes like it all started to be like oh yeah this is still college like it's still going to be hard classes um and then i hadn't figured out my rhythm for working yet leah and i my girlfriend were apart for a while it wasn't like we weren't seeing each other every day like we usually do and we Mm -hmm. didn't find the rhythm yet to do that um 
and then getting through that was just it sounds dumb but waiting and thinking like it'll be better it'll be fine but mm-hmm. like eventually for work i figured out i could work friday saturday sunday monday i could work i can come home on fridays after my classes i can go back monday nights like cuz i only had one class on mondays um so working through it and not being afraid of feeling hurt that sounds dumb but like knowing that it's okay to feel bad and knowing that it will get better is the thing that got me through it so escaping the present and having patience towards the future right like looking big picture as you told me a bunch of times to do um looking big picture at the whole thing helped see like oh well i'm looking right here but everything out here that looks a lot better so let's just look out here right yeah and that gets daunting when all you're looking at is the thing right in front of you and you lose that perspective because that's all you're focused on yeah you Mm -hmm. can't all the other stuff blurs out and you can't really focus and and so you miss the gratitude that's still there you know and all the good things it's funny because there can certainly be times like where it's good advice to be like well you know they you'll hear therapists and people talk about being present like this let's just you know forget don't worry about all the things that are coming or or could happen or whatever they you know be have a a present mindset but for you in that situation it was almost the op well it was the opposite that right because the, was the present a, was want to be present painful yeah. and but let's look big picture you have to yeah. look for there's a certain time where it's okay to look forward and where you should focus right now I would, I would imagine like that November, I'm sorry, Jay, like that November period, it's kind of like, okay, now you have gotten to a little bit of a routine. Now you kind of have seen a little bit of a reality and it's like, it's only November. This is going right. to be the I rest to do of the year into more next, yeah. months. Yeah. And that, that can hit you hard to, 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 again, you know, to see that far out and, and the weight of that. Would you say, you know, the weekend we dropped you off was pretty bad. Yeah. Would you say that November was the culmination of the fears of that weekend? Yeah. So, like, it was all, like, September and October, I was, like, it was still new, almost. Mm -hmm. So, it had that new shiny little look to it. Like, oh, this is class. This is ROTC. This is where to get food. This is, like, mm -hmm. and then November hit, and it was, like, oh, yeah, it's been hard for two months. It must be over soon, right? No. Okay. I still have six, eight months to do it. Yeah. And what are your highest emotional needs? I would say security. And give me a second. Do you know the answer? Mm. Quiz. I would no. say security is my hi- highest right now. Okay. Just knowing. We may have those available at some place. Pull um, up my file. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe Eric is pulling up the file right now. But, <laughs> I mean, and that makes Buffering. sense in that. You know, you find peace in knowing, but then if you know something that's bad, then that's scary. Right. And so the other illustration I wanted to make, you know, we just visited Indiana where I went to school in Bloomington, Indiana. And Rachel kind of laughed at me because when we finally left Bloomington, we got out to the highway. I mentioned that Bloomington is a lot like Penn Hills in that there's a bunch of rolling hills. Mm -hmm. It's not flat at all, Mm -hmm. but it's unlike Pittsburgh in that we don't have any mountains at all. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all like Mm -hmm. the highest elevation change is like 30 feet. And I said, until you get out on the highway, you realize how sight cramped you get. Mm -hmm. That You can never see more than a couple hundred feet Mm -hmm. in Bloomington because there's another rolling hill. And when you get out on the highway, you're like, ah. (laughs) Well, if you're trapped in Oakland, you can't see 20 feet. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a building. It's in a building. It's in it's a building. And it's this, you know, overwhelming sense of presence mm-hmm. yeah. around you. And it's sort of, you know, this the jungle of the city. Yeah. And for somebody who needs to relax and, and have different perspective, it could be daunting. Yeah. I think it's going to be really great for you this year to be able to like make that separation, get out yeah. of uh, the, where the towers are and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and to take a step back for a little bit yeah. and not have my education space and comfort space be so like crammed yeah. together. Right. Yeah. And you guys are going to be in a cool part of the city too. It's like mm-hmm. where, you know, anybody who's listening from Pittsburgh area, it's like where Shady Side meets East Liberty meets mm-hmm. Bloomfield. Yeah. It's, it's like in this nice little corner of things on the east side okay. of the city. Yeah. It's very, it's very cool. There's a lot to do around there. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. You guys are going to have a good time. So your, your emotional needs score is seven for security, which is your highest. Right. Then acceptance, being loved even though you've made a mistake, is six. And then your next two are approval or belonging, mm-hmm. which is, you know, here you are alone. Alone. <laughs> I'm a part a of dorm room. nothing. And then support, having somebody come alongside you. Right. Alone. Alone. And feeling like a failure. You're like, here I am. I'm supposed to be loving life. I have all this pressure. I got scholarship. Everything's good. And yet you're all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know how you made it. How would that? How would his security? <laughs> how would his security be uh, affected in that in that setting? Or, or if it, if it was, as in like, how was your like through, security? Hurt? Like through that? Yeah, through the, the your your down college. So how was your security not met or taken from you in your first few months? Right. So I don't know what's going on. Like I don't know my regular schedule i don't know the things i can control i don't know like when i'm going home when i'm working when i'm seeing leah like i can't control any of that and the more that that goes on the more i feel like i don't control anything and the more i feel like i can't see into the future like i just trick my mind into saying like this is it forever this Mm -hmm. is never gonna let up and that cycle keeps going until I do something to actually be like, Oh, it'll be okay. Like, well, and if you go backwards, you know, one of the benefits and one of the drawbacks of the public education system is it's all about scheduling. It's all about rhythm. Mm -hmm. And you found great comfort in that. You know, you always did great in school and I go here and I go there and you never get in trouble and everything else until your sophomore year when school is abruptly just ripped from you. Right. And you go to cyber remote Mm -hmm. and then your junior year where you go to the uh hybrid model where junior and senior oh you did hybrid senior year for the fall yep wow you really got shortchanged so you go cancel junior year Mm -hmm. into hybrid model for your entire senior year Oh, you went to four days a week or something? It was four days a week for this. So you didn't have a... So from your junior year through your senior year, you do not have a normal schedule. Right. Which launches you right into college where you have no semblance of normalcy. Right. It's a completely foreign Whereas college alone can be difficult. It's now compounded by your lack of a schedule over the last two years. Mm -hmm. So it's not only its own trauma, but it's multiplied trauma from the last two years when all normalcy was turned upside down. Yeah. I stand by my fact. Or by my statement. It's a miracle you made it. (laughs) I did not believe in you, son. No, I believed in you. (laughs) Crazy that you made it out. (laughs) No, and I'm saying that is an incredible thing. When you break it down like that, Mm -hmm. it's all upside down. 
And so your ability to refocus and sort of give yourself that schedule. And I think that we did work hard to get you some sort of a rhythm and right. some sort of a schedule. And we had all the pressure of everybody saying, hey, the everybody struggles when they go to college, you know, and the problem is when you come home too much. Right. And people and would like, say that to me, like, stop letting them come home. And I'm like, mm. you you trying to kill this kid? Yeah. Like, I would not have made it if I listened to that advice. You know, and to the point where I would drive you down or you would drive down Sunday night, go to class Monday morning, uh -huh. drive home, and I drove him down every Monday night. So in essence, you're only there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, halfway through half Friday. a week, right. Right. And people are like, well, but it, but it was a rhythm that you eventually found and gave you that right. security so that you can know, okay, this is my schedule. This is my rhythm. And it's great to hear that you already have your schedule planned for this year. Yeah, what a huge load off your shoulders this year. Right. I don't have to figure out, like, yeah, everything. That now, makes me happy. And what's funny in our family... Marcy, my sister and sister called her sister-in-law, Rachel, my wife. She said, so when does Joe go back to school? And Rachel goes, also in very high need for security, Rachel. And she goes, uh, I don't know. <laughs> when is when is he moving in? She goes, I'm not sure about that. She goes, What does he need for his apartment? And Rachel's like, I don't know. <laughs> and meanwhile, like Marcy right now actually is moving me into Liberty University and she has all these lists and everything else. She goes, Maybe it's different between boys and girls. And I'm like, No, because for Rachel, it's like, Well, Joe's gonna take care of that. If he needs my help, he'll ask me. Right. And if there's anything in between, Jay will take care of it. Now is Mia a freshman? She's a sophomore. She, she has one a... year at Geneva. Wasn't oh, okay. a great so new fit. school. Yeah. Mm. And now she's heading off to Liberty, which has a 4.1 star disc golf course on its property. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be going on to see Mia? I care about Mia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about what this year looks like from an ROTC perspective. Because last year, you walk in wide-eyed, bushy-tailed. At this point last year, you are petrified you're going to fail the physical test. Correct. Yeah, yeah. What are your emotions um, looking forward to this year? Now that I know everything that goes on within ROTC, like the basics of it, like PT in the mornings, tests every couple months, it's a lot of pressure taken off. Like this year, it's a lot of pressure taken off with new things that I have to like look at. So I'm going to be a second year this year. So there are going to be people below me, not like in rank, but in experience. You get to yell at them? I don't. Oh, no. Okay. Not yet. Give me three years and I will. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. Which is oh. really Joe's style. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, it's my fit. I yell all of the time. <laughs> You're like, you got to. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'll do your push-ups for you. I'm just too loud. <laughs> too loud. Um, But it's almost like that's where I'm curious. Like, to should I teach them things or should I let them figure it out or will they care or am i already thinking too much but that's like not a big thing in my mind it's just i'm looking forward to it instead of being petrified yeah and i think you know after the year that you went through um there's that saying adversity introduces us to ourselves mm -hmm. and you know far better this year what you're capable of you've mm -hmm. been through pressure you've been through you know physically with rotc you know emotionally with a lot of the things that you went through last year you were stretched in a lot of ways. And so yeah. a lot of times, like it sucks to go through, man. But once you, once you get to that point, now you're coming into it going, I mean, not that you're not going to face new challenges, but you know that right. you're, you're a different vessel to be able to handle those challenges. Like I'm looking forward to almost like ROTC was like, I've learned to be like my escape from like 
Like, I can use my, I don't want to call it depression because that wasn't it, but my anxiety, let's call it that. You can channel that. Channel it into physical activity in the morning. So I kind of, that's what helped also. And ROTC was never negative for you last year. Never. That was I one of the things that was your, your life preserver. That's Every nice. ounce of ROTC I loved. Um, so this year I am looking forward to that. And now that I know a way to get out some anxiety with challenges that I face, I'm not as scared to go into new ones. Cause like, I know where I'm going. I know how I'm going to get, I know everything that I didn't this time last year. And I know ways to resolve things that I might not know the answer to. Yeah. Having an outlet like that is, is so good. Um, I know with Ben, um, you know, fall semester last year, he was in marching band. And so that was, you know, that took, that was a huge activity. Cloud nine. I mean, he loved it. Loved it. Had a great fall semester, uh, which is really, obviously that's a great introduction to college for him, right? Like he had a a lot of positive experiences, which was Mm -hmm. quite different from, from your experience, Joe. Um, but then in the spring semester, he experienced some depression and like did not enjoy it nearly as much. And um, also then in, in retrospect, you know, he didn't have anything to do either. Mm-hmm. Like he had no outlets. So he found himself being bored or just inside his head too too often, like mm-hmm. we talked about with you earlier. And so we talked later about, you know. Maybe he needs to find something, find, you know, some activity, some group, something to just, you got to unload a little bit, you you know, yeah, that that anxiety and stuff. And I think for so many people in college, your roommate is is your stressor, you know, and so often Mm. people go away to school with their best friends and end up enemies and that kind of stuff. And I think in this case, these guys know each other so well, they've seen each other's you know, faults already. They mm-hmm. and, and they embrace right. each other like for their faults. And they are such they're that's a that's a good group of, of three guys. Like mm-hmm. as far as like mm-hmm. being respectful of y- your roommates and tidying up after yourselves, I can't see them having nightmare roommate right. issues. Right. And so therefore there's already your built in yeah. respite, your yeah. your safe space, your 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 ability to breathe and whatever else. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking and jotting down, Joe, it seems like like last year the question was how can I possibly get through this? And now it's more a function of, hmm, how am I going to get through this? Like it's not the one was whether or not you're going to get through it. Right. Now it's, mm, I have to figure out how I'm right, going right. to get through this, whatever comes my way. I know I can. Something's going to happen. How do I problem solve out of it? Right. But it. I don't know what this looks like, but right. I know I can find a way. Whereas Correct. this time last year, not this time, but in a little bit last Two year. Days. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. That was woo, some scary times. Mm-hmm. Maybe this time it's looking more as like uh, this, you know, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but, I'm I have up, a prediction. I'm for up it. for it. Yeah. I mean, it's going right. to be an interesting adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It's more the problem solving than the overwhelming mountain. Right. That it's it was almost, last year. Like last year was a completely new subject that I don't know anything of, but now I know the basics and now I, it's like I can deal with new things that are coming in and use past knowledge to help this. Mm-hmm. If you were going to say anything to a freshman going into college or maybe the parents of a freshman going into college, you know, and I'll remove myself to a degree, maybe Chris, but like what helped and what did you not get? Like, what would you tell is good for parents of freshmen in, in school? Checking in, like talking to like as the parent, like checking in with the kid because it gets lonely sometimes and it's always helpful to have like, Oh, mom and dad called today. Like I can spend 30 minutes talking to them. Like it's a good escape from your own head. Man, I love how that answer was on the tip of your tongue. 
That was a beautiful moment. Like you were just as soon as your dad finished that question, you're like checking in. Like that, that was great. I loved it. Sorry to interrupt. Please continue. Uh, what was the second part of your question? I just did. Like what advice? What did you? What helped you? What didn't help mm-hmm. you or your friends? Or what could you have received that you didn't? I can't checking really in's one. think of the other two, but another helpful thing was like. Um, well, I lost it. There, there you go. Tip of the tongue. <laughs> now I'm back. I, I think can't it, think of it. I think it was very helpful. Whether you're downtown or at, downtown. The, at the neighborhood campus downtown. or across the country, to remember that there is a there are those lifelines, you know. And sometimes, like you as the parent, you reach out because sometimes if you do get depressed or you mm-hmm. do get overwhelmed or anxious. You know, there's that tendency to retreat or just stay stuck in yourself. And so when somebody reaches out to you that, you know, is solid, it, you know, it kind of resets you a little bit. And that mm-hmm. and that reaching out is like a, a lifeline that you didn't maybe know you need in that moment. So right. I think that's good for parents to, you know, remember or people that are supporting somebody going to college. And I would say, you know, one of the things that is important is really, you know, prayerfully considering what does your child need? versus what is conventional wisdom you know i mentioned earlier how everybody said you got to let them go you got to let them stay and everything else and then even at times with uh rachel and myself you know she's like he's got to stay there more often and i'd be like look you got to come home like you know or the sunday night thing you know is that what's best for you and that's a whole lot it's another night here and it's we really prayed a lot about it like hey what is best for him you know because you want your child to experience tough things because hey life isn't easy but Mm -hmm. where is that breaking point where they're not going to make it and and even to the point of like the lunches you and i had Mm -hmm. you know we would go i would go down and and first semester was wednesday first i think it was dead center of the week and the last semester was thursdays we would just go get brunch somewhere but i thought it was good because you got just that that time alone with me right and we always left camp like the first one we stayed on campus and then, you know, the, every other one were like, okay, Mount Lebanon's a nice place. Let's <laughs> right. go have lunch in Mount Lebanon. Let's go get lost in apparently Crafton Ingram. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a place? Yeah. Yeah. There's a good diner there. I forget what it's called, though. But anyhow, my point is I, I figured out what you needed, and you mm-hmm. were honest with me. And you weren't proud or you weren't right. – you were open. You were honest. You I were wasn't vulnerable. pretending to be strong or anything like that. Right. I was being vulnerable. That's what we like to teach around these parts. Is that so? And what was the best breakfast we had? Oh. Here, easier. What was the worst? Oh. Um. <laughs> Wait, what, I, what was the best? Oh. What was the worst? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Um. The worst was in Market Square. Oh, my goodness. At the cherry hill diner or whatever it was where a man had to be escorted out he was confused for being confused oh oh no that was an older gentleman yeah but beyond that the food wasn't good no and the water was a little metallic (laughs) (laughs) sounds great if you love a bad experience (laughs) go there oh it was fun we laughed are your diner experiences too, too delicious, delicious. <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> Do you clean. enjoy yourself at diners just a little too much? <laughs> and the best was the Kraft and Ingram yeah, diner. That's what I was gonna say. And that place, I mean, you you go to like past Station Square, and then you kind of wiggle up. 
past McKee's Rocks, mm-hmm. and then you go through like 10 different neighborhoods, and then under a tunnel, over a bridge, through a little <laughs> hollow, and then you're in this like really nice, but not super nice. Like it's a suburb that seems to be a bit run down, but everything's clean and nice. Mm-hmm. It's in a shopping center. Yep. Half of it's in Crafton. Half of it's in Ingram. All right. I used and to it's it's a weird shopping center, though, because I didn't like there were no name brand stores in there. It was all like grocery ball mart and house depot it wasn't even aldi it was the aldi version of aldi it was just all all d no i on the end did you guys go all the way out to like apollo or some diner out J? now you said something about that no No. i forget Mm -mm. you made that up yeah we went to like north hills we did north hills we did mount lebanon but that was just pamela's the lucas is up there with our best we like the lucas better pamela's was good that was fun. Absolutely. I don't know if we're doing that this year or not. I don't think I you don't need know. it. No. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing of that, too, is like, you know, you don't have to have everything in place right away. You can see what Test happens. Test the waters. And, yeah, exactly. And, and adjust as needed. One of the first places we went was Ritter's Diner in uh, Shadyside, which is right around the corner from where they're living. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. I didn't even know that. It is. It's right there. You'll have to show uh, Ben and Luke some... Uh, Good diner experiences. Okay. There's Salvatore's down in Wilkinsburg. It's not too far from where you're going to be. They make really good wings. Really good, really good wings. I've heard of Salvatore's. it. Salvatore's. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Why have I not heard of it? Salvatore's is good, and they're like the big ones. Irish place. Yeah. Very Irish. <laughs> yeah, to a nice uh, good, stuffed cabbage. They have a good rub. Good, good. Yeah. Stuffed cabbage wings. Well, fellas, any, any last questions for Joe this evening? I, I, I just I wish you good fortune Thank you. Um, this this year, I'm grateful to hear that you're going into it with a much different capacity for, you know, um, what you're going to encounter and just a, mm-hmm. a much better, you know, mental state of mind with it. Thank you. Yes, I am. Yeah. And you've learned never tell your mother what you're doing with ROTC until after you've done it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we're all here for you, too. So give any of us a, a text or a call if you need something. Thank you. I will. And... uh you know, Ben will take care of you. He's, oh, yeah. He's got it all. If you're control. scared. If I'm scared, I'm going to Ben bed. answer the door. <laughs> Joe, I've got it. <laughs> Sir, take my wallet. <laughs> you know, as a mathematician, we can solve this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are going to have a blast. And with that, we're going to end episode 168. As always, please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, make sure you take our relational needs questionnaire. Find out something about yourself and then how to love others. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wow, my face is white. I mean, Ben does ride in the car like a dog with his head out the window, so how bad could that be? They can't even blow their instruments? I mean, may I don't know. We had a bed bug scare. <laughs> but I brought, like, jammy pants. It wasn't great, but it was fresh. <laughs> it was <laughs> fresh. It was... It's the shower room, or the bathing room, Uh-oh. or whatever. <laughs> I take the beak off of the chicken. And yet, you're all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know how you made it. Ball mart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It got harder. Mm. It got a lot harder. Um. But, 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 but.